welcome to The Stoic Lawyer. My name is Kristen. And I'm Brian. All right, welcome back, everybody. Today, Kristen and I are joining you from the great outdoors the great outdoors we took a nature hike this fine beautiful morning and we are sitting on some rocks just off the trail and uh, we are going to talk about courage today being courage being the fourth of the stoic virtues we've already done uh, wisdom justice and moderation or temperance and then courage being the fourth one and Kristen's gonna read a passage uh, from Marcus Aurelius's meditations, and then I guess we're going to talk a little bit about why this is included in one of the four um, cardinal virtues uh, in Stoic philosophy. Okay, guys, so meditations, um, just as we have since the very first episode, we are reading from Gregory Hayes's um, translation. Uh, meditations, book five, paragraph three. If an action or utterance is appropriate, then it's appropriate for you. Don't be put off by other people's comments and criticism. If it is right to say or do it, then it's the right thing for you to do or say. The others obey their own lead, follow their own impulses. Don't be distracted. Keep walking, follow your own nature, and follow nature along the road they share. Okay, thanks Kristen. <clears throat> and I guess we had discussed earlier, you and I had before recording, um, you know, why is this one of the four, right? Why, why, why the importance of it? And I think it's this, and I think this passage reflects it, and we can talk about and dig into the, some of the details of the passage in a moment. I think it's that it's all good and well to, to study wisdom and learn what that is and justice and, and moderation, but if you don't have the courage to apply it, even when that's unpopular or might not be in your immediate best interest, then what's the point of it? And we've talked about you know Stoicism, uh, Stoic philosophy being a practical philosophy. Um, it's meant to be applied, meant to be lived. And I think if um, if practicing Stoic philosophy is one's goal, then courage might be the most important. Without it, what what's the point of the others? Well, without it, it doesn't matter what you learn, like you said, or how much you dig into um, the wisdom and the knowledge and um, what is just and what isn't, uh, none of that matters if you, if you don't have the courage to apply it in your daily life. And I think as far as lawyers, um, sometimes this can be particularly difficult for a whole host of reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, we talked about Brian and I did before we, before we started all the different groups of people that as a lawyer put pressure on you to do one thing or another. And, and let's face it, they're, they're objectively, or maybe not objectively, but um, from the outside looking in, they are powerful people to you, right? Mm -hmm. Judges, clients, clients are who pay you, right? Judges mm -hmm. make the decisions about your cases, your law partners, um, other lawyers that you don't work with. All of these external forces put pressure on you to do and say certain things. And it takes, I, I think, a a special kind of courage and a real courage as a lawyer to follow what you know is right in the face of all those external pressures. Mm -hmm. And they're not, they're not always going to be inconsistent with 
with your values or your nature. But a lot of times they are. Yeah, and sometimes it's, and this isn't a matter of, of necessarily anyway, of, you know, like a senior partner asking you to do something unethical. Sometimes it's just an approach to a case. And I don't think, I don't think we're saying that doing, always doing the right thing is um, not in concert with zealously representing your client. Uh, sometimes it's a matter of style. Sometimes it's just you need to say something to a judge or file a certain kind of motion that will be unpopular in that moment. Sure. And yeah, no, I agree. It's not that It's not that um, practicing law generally will fly in the face of your nature. And if it does, you should probably choose a different career, I think. Yeah. Uh, lawyers are, are bound by, you know, different ethical rules and, and, and codes of conduct and things like that. And I think most of what we do, we don't have any issue, you know, playing inside of those bounds, or I hope you don't. But to the extent you have, I guess, even further standards or... Um, um, a nature that is even more specific and detailed than, than what the law would make you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's when you can, can kind of run into these, run into these issues. You know, I mean, I've seen plenty of cases where clients have pressured lawyers into filing certain things or taking certain positions that are, I don't know if they're contrary to their lawyer's nature, <laughs> that mm-hmm. they would certainly be contrary to mine. Um, and so I think that happens in real life. And yeah, sometimes it's argument for argument's sake, um, but not, not in a way that advances the client's ultimate cause. Which but, is your job. Which is your <laughs> job. And, and sometimes it takes client management. And we've all been in situations where we've done things to appease clients. But if it, when and if it, it runs up against, you know, the stoic sort of um, um, wisdom, you know, that, that Europe trying to apply, then it could be a problem. And I, I think my favorite line from the, from the passage you read was, don't be put off by other people's comments and criticism. If you know it's the right thing to do, it's the right thing to do. And I think it's too easy sometimes just to spend too much time looking to the future. What, what, what is so-and-so going to think? How are they going to react? What if, what's their response going to be? And yeah, you anticipate legal uh, hurdles in the future. But not not the personal stuff. It's sort of like uh, along the lines we talked about. You know, don't sweat the small things. Um, you know, if, if it's right, it's right. And if you know it's right, then then you go with that, and you don't look back. And things will ultimately take care of themselves. I think we also talked about you know being concerned about others' reaction or about others' perception of of what you're doing or following a lead that is not yours your concern there is something in the future that, that may or may not come to fruition. You know, I think, and that's also something as Stoics we try to avoid, right? We try to deal with what's going on now and what's, you know, be present. And I think a lot of times what we get caught up in are the what ifs of how someone else may react to what you're doing. And, and frankly, I think courage is part of courage is just disregarding that almost entirely. I mean, again, there are certain other things you have to play in the bounds of, but, but (laughs) if you're worried about someone else's reaction to your approach, um, or to your philosophy of the way you should do things, then, then you're not living in the present. Mm -hmm. And that's also problematic because it says, you know, um, don't distract, be distracted, keep walking, Yeah, keep walking and follow your own nature. And I think that's, that's, I think this is such a useful passage because if you know, you're doing the right thing or approaching something appropriately, then there's no second guessing to be done. And I think 
I know Brian read a, a little snippet that was kind of his favorite. My, my favorite is the beginning of that second little paragraph that the others obey their own lead and follow their own impulses. And that's fine, right? The, the, yeah. the point of this passage isn't to convert <laughs> or change um, the way others are going about their practice. Or and their they might not be wrong. In, in sure. some universal sense, this is not um, this is not about being more morally correct than others necessarily. You might be. Um, they might just have a different approach to it. I think the idea is that you follow your principles and don't worry about the others and what they might say and think. Right. They will follow their own impulses. Don't be distracted. Keep walking. And I think that's um, to me that's the the real um, the, the real kind of awesome part of, of this passage that I really like because it just reminds us don't be concerned with others and frankly don't be concerned of of consequences or, or reactions of others to, to your own actions if you know that they are in keeping with your nature. So that's great. So keep walking everybody and we'll <laughs> talk to you next week.